Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Free to return to that emo rap. Ain't no kilo stash. Augustus' son had to reload that. Daddy gone, but his legacy strong. How do you figure? I too thought I'd be dead. All things considered, but I'm living. Thriving and growing, fighting opponents that I'm with it. Striving to know who died for the lowest. Don't you get it? The industry hopers try to control us. I ain't with it. I got me a goal that's highly explosive. No. Listen, bro. There's not 32 guys better than me. Mm. Put it like that. So if you're asking me, like, bro, I, I'm not 32. Can see that I'm winning, it's harder to watch. I'm setting the stage, you should give me my prize. You ain't got a soul, you lacking the spirit. You talk about your neck. Yeah, that's me. This is something that I never saw before. I grew up in the hood. So, you know, me coming to college and seeing girls driving Benzes to school, and I'm like, what? Like, like your parents are doctors and lawyers. A lot lawyers. of affluence in, in at HBCU. Absolutely. I, but you know, you, you don't see it if, if you're from the hood in your everyday basis. So when you get to see it and you get to see how it's, how they're living, you're like, wow, I can do this. It, it gave me motivation to know that I can graduate school because when we had our first, like, school meeting, the president said, look to your right, look to your left. These people will not be here with you when you graduate. And I looked, I said, I'm graduating this school. Yeah, so I don't know about y'all, but I'm gonna be here and I'm gonna walk across that stage. I swear the line was around the corner when she walked right in. High heels, short dress, he should have known right then. He walked over like, you the shorty, I should be rocking. She told him, baby, I'm a job, you need to get clocked in. She next level, eyes full of pride, she won't settle. No breaks, so she hit the road, foot to the pedal. No days off, I mean, that's often offensive. She like the ball, like the park with the fences. Yeah, so her lifestyle get awfully expensive. She might dismiss it, but it's hard to resist her. You ladies look amazing today. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you. you know, I decided to not wear makeup. I'm going on a no makeup for probably a couple of weeks, you know. A hiatus. Glow show. And you look good, too. I'm just, honestly, my fashions didn't feel like putting on no makeup. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so good, though. It just feels good to just throw on some comfortable clothes. And by the way, I'm wearing House of Athletes, so comfortable. The material is amazing. Thank you. I love your freckles. Thank you. Like, that's a natural, like... It's a fresh face. That's how it, it feels. Does. It feels so good, though. It, it definitely does. I don't have to scrub the makeup off my face. I mean, ugh. It's freeing. Well, I know you don't normally wear makeup. I don't normally wear makeup day to day, only for the show. You know what I mean? When I get all dressed up and, and date night, obviously, but... 
So it's re- it's freeing. I feel like my husband doesn't even like makeup. When I wear it, he's like, can you take some off? That's like, how Chad no, is. I like it. He's like, when I met you, you ain't have one on makeup. I'm like, that was 20 years ago. <laughs> like, I need some makeup now. I think men really don't, they don't care about makeup. They, they like, don't. We do it for the girls. The looks, the and makeup, all of it, the outfits. I feel like men don't care about a lot of things that we care about. I don't feel like they care about stretch marks. Big bellies. I feel like we place such big emphasis on things that really don't even matter. We we impressing each other at the end of the day, and it shouldn't be like that. Now I'm at a point where I don't give a damn. Now it's just like you <laughs> you take it or leave it. The belly and all, the stretch marks, everything. Sherelle, you are my whole baby. Like, I love you. Quarantine did that to me, to where I was just like, let me dress up for myself at the house since we're not going anywhere. No makeup with the mask. You know, I didn't want to start breaking out. So I feel like I dress up for y'all. I tell Kiaf all the time, I wear this for you, girl. I wear these t-shirts for you, girl. Yeah, I, I, I try to do it for y'all. Y'all are inspiration, so y'all are so good. The looks, y'all be coming with the looks. So I try to like. It's key with this Letterman jacket for me. Oh, thank you. You know my HBCU, Hampton, my home by the sea. Asia, I'm missing you today because you know we went to HBCUs and we represent so well. Howard, I'm gonna even give Howard a shout out because oh, I know the other that's H. H. I the hear that's a we thing, are right? We the real HU though. This is the real HU. Yes, so we have this little battle where I'm back and forth with our, our rivalries. So let me ask you, what was the de- what was the determining factor? Like, why did you decide to go to the HBCU? <laughs> I wanted to go to UCLA. I got accepted, and my mom said no. It's too far. I was like, okay, mom. So I wanted to go to Florida A&M. And at the time, I had a boyfriend in high school, and he went there. And my mom said, absolutely not. You're not following that boy to school. And I'm like, mom, I'm not following him. I just want to go to Florida because it's hot, and they got a good business program. She was not having any of that. She said, no, you can go anywhere else, Florida on up. I'm not mad at mom. So my brother and my sister went to Hampton. So I said, you know what? Let me keep this legacy going. And and she told me she would buy me a car if I went to Hampton. Okay, and that part. And she didn't buy me no car. (laughs) She got you. She did not buy me no car. So she made you leave your your boyfriend and she didn't buy you a car, but you got your Howard Letterman jacket on, though. I know. There you go. (laughs) My Letterman, you know. well. Thank you. Thank you so much. But what about the jacket, though? (laughs) I'm going to need this jacket. What is this jacket? I I love my jackets. It's my Letterman jacket, and it's from um, Legacy History Pride. And I met this young man online. Wait, tell the people. Tell the people. Tell the people. This jacket is from Legacy History Pride. You can find them online. And they have um, an amazing array of collections from HBCUs. The quality is amazing. And I'm just so happy to be able to support this young black man that went to, I'm not going to say what school he went to. No, he went to HU, the other HU, Howard. But no, he makes some dope pieces. Okay, well, and I'm I happy hope I can get a Tuskegee one. I hope that he has it. I know he has licensing deals with a few colleges, so okay. I hope to see I'm just going to go ahead and pretend FAMU and BCC. <laughs> and then just put, <laughs> put a pen for UC. <laughs> I'm trying to go to homecoming. Let's we go. We going. We going, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I think there's something. Can we come- make that happen? We can. Why are you asking me? We can make and that Brandon. happen. Brandon, we're gonna talk to Brandon. Happen. We're gonna bring the boys too. We can yes. make that happen. Yes. We will make that. I happen. I think Will Packer is actually opening up an amphitheater that he's 
put money into at Florida A and M. You know, I know it's not hometown. It's okay. It's all HBCU love. But we might need to do a road trip. We should. I'm okay. Listen, who, who's on the um? Who's on the field trip crew? Because we got some field trips we got to take. Y'all ain't taking no damn field trip with until I drop this load. That's what y'all ain't gonna do. <laughs> we ain't gonna leave you, baby. We ain't gonna leave you. I, promise. Yeah, I, know I can't travel. No, I can't travel. I'm about to drop. Y'all. Y'all know how to deliver? Okay, okay. We'll wait. We'll wait for you. We'll wait for you. We'll wait for you. I'm I'm actually talking to my daughter who's a junior now in high school about what her options are. And I've definitely mentioned a few HBCUs to her. And how did she feel? Is she leaning towards that or the other way? You know what? She's more open to really just learning. And we're starting to get more of an education on where are the HBCUs? Who are the HBCUs? You hear about Morehouse, Spelman, your Hamptons and your Howards, right? Now we're starting to learn more. Yeah, there's Bethune-Cookman's, we there's Winston-Salem's, yeah, and, and so forth and so forth. And so now we're getting athletes that are now transitioning and being vocal, these top prospects that are like, I'm going to go to HBCU instead of a whatever big PWI. name. My daughter told me that she was going to HBCU. Wow. She was like, Mom, I'm going to Howard. She wants to go to Howard. And I'm like, okay, girl, let's, yes. let's get it. Her grades are good. You know, she's all about it. She, fam, she mentioned FAMU. She, that's all she talks about. And I'm for it because I was supposed to actually, I had a full track scholarship to Alabama A&M, Alabama State. But, you know, everybody knows my story. I got pregnant and decided to go to the military. So I would love for her to, to go and put... It, we put that money into those HBCU colleges. And I think that's a big factor that people don't give back to these HBCUs like they give to these PWIs. And that's a big factor and and why they're not so known or why people don't want to go because it's kind of, some people sh like look at it and like, what, you went to a black school? Yes, I did. Absolutely. And I'm so proud Absolutely. that I went to a black Beyonce school. Beyonce is, she's her and Peloton have partnered together because yes. I do my Peloton <laughs> like every other day. Um, we're like a couple times a week. But um, yeah, Beyonce is giving back to um, HBCUs now. So she's Still like trying to put them on. Yes. Yep. I'm happy that it's like acceptable now that it's in trend to be at a black school. Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, yes. she also was, she's giving out 40 million here, 30 million. You get 20, you get 30, you get 40 million. She's, yes. I think she's at about $4.2 billion specifically so to education. So growing up in Florida, I knew about Bethune-Cookman and FAMU. So my mom went to um, University of Michigan. And so for me growing up, I, that's what I, that's what I knew. And there's not a lot of HBCUs up North. So for me, the decision, Lincoln, Lincoln. I don't, I don't Del know. Um, what's up? Is that one in Delaware too? Yeah. They have one from Salem. See, I think, I think up North is, is you don't have that. We were exposed down South. Like we used to go to the Magic City Classic as a, as a child. Now, I was going I to, to the, the Magic City Classic every, every year. year. Albany and Fort Valley. I was at all that. So I knew in my head I was going to HBCU. But well, I, I say all that to say this. When I was in college, when I was in high school, the classic was always where I wanted to be because I wanted to be at the homecoming and the party. And I thought it was the cool thing to do, which was to go to an HBCU. Not only was it cool, but to me, it, I wanted to be around my people. But there came a decision where I had to decide 
what I actually wanted to go to school for, and the HBCUs did not have what I wanted to go to school for. So I didn't even have the option to go there at the time when I decided to go to UCF. There was only two colleges in the state of Florida that had it, and I could only go to college in Florida because I had a scholarship. And my mom had paid, um, she had paid for Florida Bright Futures where you save up and you pre, and then I got a scholarship that was only in the state of Florida. So for me, it was it was very limited, but there was only two schools that had my degree, which was forensic psychology. The school that I ended up going to didn't even have the degree that I wanted. I ended up having to tailor make it at the school and then they developed it afterwards um, because it just was fresh. It was new. Like forensic psychology hadn't been around for that long. So for me, it was a like I, I was limited and I had to make a decision based on education. And then look at you now. Are you using the degree that you went to school? I am. For? Oh, you are. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Oh. Listen, I was the first. <laughs> I was the first behavioral forensic psychologist in Orange County um, in Orlando, Florida. They created an entire job for me at um, Lakeside Behavioral Healthcare, and then so it's also in uh, mental health. So I have a. I don't know. Y'all want to hear my degrees, but I have. <laughs> so I have a degree in criminal justice and I, I double degreed. So I have a degree in psychology as well. And Miranda can't certi- tell you. Can. <laughs> yes, I'm certified in a bunch of stuff, but but I had to put it all together in order to make the degree that right. I wanted. See, I'm not using none of my degrees. I'm, I just went a whole different route. <laughs> and that happens. But that's okay. You still got the experience. That's right. You still have the education. And that's what I love that's about right. going to a black school. That it was, it was us. I didn't have to worry about going to another school, fitting in with nobody else. Like I had people, and you know, just because I'm black doesn't mean everybody grew up poor. You know, it was some people that went to Hampton that were, you know, absolutely they were rich. And I was like, this is amazing. Like this is something that I never saw before I grew up in the hood. So, you know, me coming to college and seeing girls driving Benzes to school. And I'm like, what? Like, like your parents are doctors and lawyers. Affluence in. And at HBCU. Absolutely. But you don't, lot. You, you don't see it if, if you're from the hood in your everyday basis. So when you get to see it and you get to see how it's how they're living, you're like, wow, I can do this. It, it gave me motivation to know that I can graduate school because when we had our first like school meeting, the president said, look to your right, look to your left. These people will not be here with you. When you graduate and I looked, I said, I'm graduating this school. Yeah. So I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to be here and I'm going to walk across that stage and I'm going to walk across the field because it was a field we could not walk across. It's so many traditions that we have at black schools. So like, that's the thing for me. You said legacy, tradition. I think that's one of the big things that made me really want to go to a HBCU. Um, my parents went to North Carolina A&T, both of them. And um, I just it was a no brainer for me. Like I always knew that I was going to be going to HBCU was no other option for me. Like, you know, maybe when I get my master's or whatever, grad school, I could go to another school, but undergrad, I'm definitely going to a HBCU. Um, my mom is an AKA, my dad's an alpha. Which is another form of legacy too. Absolutely. So these these were things that like, I just grew up on, like that. I just, it was already in me before I even, exactly, before, you know, I even started thinking about what school I wanted to go to. I just already knew I was going to HBCU. And so I chose Tuskegee um, because they were the only HBCU with a veterinarian school. Mm-hmm. And so, and I wanted to be a veterinarian. So I have an animal science degree um, from Tuskegee, but I just knew 
um, just based off of how they raised me, how every going back for homecoming every year, seeing those traditions and how everybody came back, you know, for homecoming and how, I mean, it's just there's so much nothing like it. it. The band, yeah. the music, the culture, the you know how they dressed, um, just everything about it. Even the, like my parents, the energy. Like my yeah. parents were taking me to you know parties and you know just cookouts and it's just black people stuff black that you can't black black excellent, excellent. that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. There there might be other black events going on, but there's nothing like going to a black HBCU campus and that energy. There's nothing yeah, like it. it. Okay, so I don't have a lot of like college pride when it comes to like you guys do. Like I'm not I, I do because Brandon and I met there and you know I I graduated there and everything, but the amount of joy like yeah. genuine joy it's that different. it is on a whole nother level. It makes me almost jealous. Like I wish, I mean, they, we come back, the alumni you from years back. and years yeah. and years. And, and we hold on to that tradition. Yeah. Like at my school, when I was there, we had had only had five presidents. Yeah. My school was founded in 1881. And we have only had five presidents when I was there. That means they keep tradition. They hold tradition. They don't change. They yeah. hold on to what they are founded on. Core values. Okay, I agree with you. And I think that, like, I, I am lightweight jealous that I didn't go to an HBCU. No shade. No shade. <laughs> University of Central Florida. No shade. No shade. I'm going to go. Listen, I'm going to go get my doctorate. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're we're going to bring up. We're going to bring I Am Athlete Woman podcast to Hampton University next year for homecoming. Okay. And we're going to have a party, too. Let's do it. I'm there. I don't know if Asia's going to want to go to yours. So it's, we might I'll have to split the party. I used to come to Howard. Okay. 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 It's all love. I'm just saying. We just we might love. have to split the party up. But so I, I say all that to say this. So I, I completely understand going to an HBCU. A part of me wishes I went there. But there's also a side of me that is happy that I went somewhere where I wasn't the majority. You know what I mean? And was able to be in an environment and be amongst people and excel and succeed in, you know, a predominantly white college. Um, so there is that aspect for me personally, too. And like she didn't go to HBCU. No, not at all. I'm the freshman class of University of Arizona. So that's it. I met my I met my my husband at 19. And my wisdom comes from going traveling the world. And but I I was able academically to make it into college and um, thrive in my own way. And um, but I'm. I'm encouraging my, everybody. I'm encouraging much. And, and my ex was right out of high school. So it's just is what, you know, that's just our story. But, you know, Spike Lee has a great movie. It's called um, School Days. If you, you know, just if you're not familiar with the process. But um, I really encourage my daughter to give me whatever plan it is at 18 that she wants, whether it is the HBCU college or whether it's military or whether it's opening up a business. I'm at that place in in myself where I'm just like, you know, whatever you want to do, I'm here to encourage it. Yeah. As what, you should. Trade like, as school. A, There's so many amazing options. Amazing parenting. Because I went to school, but I did it online. So I have my my uh, degree from U UMUC, but it's online. So I experienced both working while still going to school full time. And it was hard. But um, 
when we talk about school, it's not just what we put in, like what school you're going to. We have to teach them, okay, you're going to school. Make sure you be aware of your financial because it's not taught. It's not taught the finances, the credit cards coming in. Don't go accept every credit card. That's what, we, big, what did that's we do? Huge. Some of us do. <laughs> so, <laughs> some of us, the first card come in, oh, yeah, we got some money. going, And we wasn't taught. And it's, it's just you got to break that generational curse of just financial literacy. Yes. And I feel like going to an HBCU, some of my teachers, they really came to you and they would talk to you. Because sometimes we'd go to D.C., and they'll be partying, teachers will be partying with us. And I'm like, oh, hey, teacher, what you doing twerking with us? But, you know, but they would take us under their wing and they would talk to us. And one teacher, you know, let us know, like, listen, they're going to be giving y'all a lot of credit cards, except some. Don't go crazy with them. Don't blow it. Like, you know, they they taught us so many things at, at school that. So I think I was to piggyback off of that. I just feel like going to an HBCU, um, you know, I don't know how it is now. I think they're getting better. But like we didn't have the best of everything that the private white institutions have. Right. So that was a part of it going through the struggle. Like I feel like I could make it anywhere because I went to my HBCU. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not saying that, you know, you need to struggle. But like I figured out how to make it off of the bare minimum because we didn't have everything that these you know, white colleges, big, white colleges. big that yeah, offer, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? And so yeah, I wouldn't, I learned um, so much. Do you remember? I don't know. You're a lot younger than me, but registering for class was a struggle. Registering for class. We didn't have, the internet was brand new. So we had to stand in long lines, fill out forms. And you know, these are experiences that really make you and mold you and help you. Like you're not going to get those experiences anywhere else. And I really feel like that helped me with my financials. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like learning how to budget the little bit of money that I had. And, and when you got those refund checks back, I, oh. <laughs> yeah, all of that, all of those things, I think really. We had some traditions at Hampton. It was mm-hmm. called a panty raid. I don't know if y'all had a match all school. What is it? So when we lived, a panty raid. When we lived in a dorm, our freshman, we had, as a freshman, I think you had to stay in a dorm. And it was, the boys would come and they would come to your dorm and they would try to get panties. So somebody uh, gave okay. us a hands up. We had something similar. Somebody gave us a hands up that the boys were on our way to do a panty raid. And I'm telling y'all, all the girls in our dorm, we got together and we did some nasty. So we put like, we put pads in our, our underwear and we put ketchup on them. And we were throwing it out the window at the boys as they came up. It was so much fun. They- Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. 
With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. We had put like chocolate in there. It was just disgusting. Like, I just have so many fond memories of school. So much like when the when the cues and the alphas used to stomp on the yard. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the and, yard. And the yard. Like, if you the, weren't on the yard, especially on Wednesdays. <laughs> if you weren't on the yard, like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, it's like things it's, like that that you just can't. Think about your first homecoming. Like, yeah. I didn't know what homecoming was. So when I went, I was like, Wow, this is, this is like yeah. amazing. Yeah. But like, see, I grew up on that. Like, oh. my parents was taking me to A&T's homecoming, like, since I was this big. So <laughs> I was, like, ready. Like, I was, like, I had the whole attire, my outfit. Like, I was ready, you know? So, I mean, these are things that I can't wait to take my kids to. And, yeah. like, my husband didn't go to an HBCU, so I'm ready to yeah. take him to homecoming. You know, And like, my husband didn't go to an HBCU, and now, guess what, y'all? What? Y'all want to be up in this mix. He want to coach. For HBCU. I'm like, he does. Yes, I I know. And and I take my hat off to Deion Sanders. Like, I love it. I love the fact that, you know, he's coaching at HBCU. And I feel like it's going to bring, now that they open up um, college, players can get paid. You don't have to, because I do feel like those colleges, the rich colleges, be paying under the table. Now, well, look at the athletes now. Now, now they can get paid for their likeness. So am I going to go to the NBA in a couple years? Let me just go to HBCU where I still have the development. I'm still going to be that face. A lot of kids probably still won't go to HBCUs playing sports because they're not, I don't, I'm, I don't know the names of it, but they're not in them big divisions where they don't get noticed. Yes, division one. So they don't I get feel like noticed. that's where Deion, Deion is coming in at. Get, because he has that connection, he has the pools, and it, he's making a way now for those colleges to get up to that level. They're on ESPN where, now, which yeah. is media and the television. And you well, get it, the it comes down to the money. Like Them bowl games come so to money. We all have, we all got kids, and we're all gonna be putting our kids. And well, I'm not gonna say we all, because college ain't for everybody all the time. But I'm a first generation. College, well, no, I'm not, because my mom graduated. <laughs> but in my, and so between my brother and my sister. Um, my younger brother, older sister, I'm the only one that went to college, although their college was paid for by my mother. Mm. Paid for. Like, I didn't have, thank my mom and the Lord, I did not have student loans. Um, That's but, another one, too. Student loans are but real. But now we are raising children, and the price is going up. Extremely. Thank God my kids get free rides. <laughs> Them 12 years in that military paid off, honey. So <laughs> how are you, and I, I mean... Obviously, for us, you know, resources, we are blessed to have resources. But how are we are? Is it something that you want your child to go through? 
the struggle of, you know, going to a college that you have to kind of put more effort and attention into getting your, you know, not financial aid, but um, classes and things like that? Or is it something that you want to just set it's them definitely up something for? I feel like my kids have had an easy ride in life. If I can give my kids anything that's going to challenge them, yes, I want them to be challenged in life. Because um, as I sit back now, I'm like, Dad, I, I wish I wouldn't have gave my kids as much as I gave them now. You know, we all want to do more for our kids. We want to give them better than what we had. But sometimes they lack that that basic drive and that hunger that we all have yeah. because we wanted more. Now my kids are like, what? We we can't have a VIP tour at Disney? I'm like, what? Y'all like some little spoiled brats, you know? Like, you know, so yes, I, when they go to college, if they want to go to college, I, I want them to go to an HBCU because I want them to know what it's like to have to work hard to get something. Everything is not going to be handed to you in life. I agree with that. But on the on another hand of it, we have been blessed to expose our children to so much that they're seeing things firsthand. Our children do travel a certain kind of way and they have seen so many countries and all that. So they have this different kind of wisdom and adaptation to the world. So like when you are the whole point of going to college is to get a job, right? It, you know what I mean? And still have that communication, those communication skills, time management, whatever, whatever. We as parents, you know, we, we want the best for them. So like mine taking them traveling all over the world, they're getting a the hands-on education that you can read in the book, but now they have those memories embedded. So I'm here to support them on basically piggybacking, piggybacking off of both of you guys. Um, as far as experiences, yes, we're, you know, exposing our kids to different things. So I'm not, you know, my parents exposed me to going to HBCU. So that's Absolutely. all I was focused yeah. on, right? Yeah. We're exposing our kids to different things, you know, more possibilities, yeah. traveling the world, seeing different things. Um, but, and like you were saying, you know, you were, you know, saying that you were happy that you went to, you know, the school that you went to and you excelled in a predominantly white environment. And so what I would tell my kids is, you know, you've experienced different things, right? Mm -hmm. So the thing for me is the experience that you're going to get at an HBCU, you're not going to get anywhere else. Yeah, I agree there, with that. There's, no, there's, there's nowhere, there, like, there's nothing that could compare. You're never going to be somewhere where you're around black excellence, black people, where you're not the minority, you are the majority, yeah. you are around like people, people that look like you, people who, you know, ha, you know, people who just, just exactly, who understand you, you on a different level. Nobody's going to understand me as a black woman, like another black woman yeah. that yeah. comes from a home that looks like mine, that comes yeah. from a family that looks like mine. And there's nowhere else that you can get that experience. So for me, when I'm trying to, you know, talk to my kids about, you know, why an HBCU, that's what I'm going to tell them. I'm going to tell them that you've been exposed to all of this, but there's nowhere else that you can get this experience. And you're not going to have no other parties like you have at a black school, baby girl. Let them experience the homecoming. My daughter, she goes with her, her grandmother every year to... Um, Fam, you um, homecoming. She goes to the band, the battle of the bands, all that stuff, and that is what ins 
that's why she want to go to HBCU because she see it. She feel that scared. It's fun. That's and fun. And then ain't no band like a HBCU band in that drum line. The, the ladies, oh my goodness. Oh. I Beyonce do it. Y'all see Beyonce do the band. My time at HBCU until I left. Until I left, until when I look back and I say, y'all, I got to experience some flash with people like me, like-minded, come from, we understand situations. You know, sometimes when you talk to a white person, they don't understand. They're like, why are you so mad that uh, Becky called jo Bobby a <laughs> uh, I'm mad that he called her Like, what the f Like, you know, you're around like-minded people and, and you, you understand each other's struggles. And you know, sometimes, you know, white people just don't understand our struggles. They just really don't know. And you know, when you can go talk to your black teacher and you can tell them like, and I'm not saying my mom or my family was on crack, but you know, you could go be like, yo, I might not make it to, to um, I might not be able to enroll this, this semester because my mom on drugs, she messed up my money for school. Like, you know what I mean? And when you have somebody that could be like, hold, let me help you. Let, you know, if you go to a big school like that, nobody gonna care about your problems. Well, sorry, nobody. Bill. I, right? <laughs> no, that's real though. That's real. But I wasn't, I did not have that exposure. I didn't get the exposure, like I said, until high school, not even high school. I, I was in college probably when I actually really experienced and understood what HBCU was. At my school, I was never even on campus. Like you can ask Brandon, he saw me my first day of school, first day, maybe the second day. And I was never on campus. I was in my books. I wasn't going to any events. I didn't. He was just a little nerd. I was such a nerd. I, I mean, no, listen, he calls me his sexy nerd. Listen, I absolutely, I was an absolute nerd, but I did it for just the education. Like m m the so legacy. So if you could go back, do you think you would have tried I, to maybe go to one or do you no, think? No, yeah. because, because my, the career path that I chose meant everything to me. But what if a HBCU had that career path? Oh, I would go. Because <laughs> definitely I would go. If they had my my degree and the path that I wanted to wanted to, I would I would have went for sure. But it just it, it wasn't in my cards. And I, I but now now as an adult and having children, now I want to do more research and understand what are the HBCUs and expose my children to that because I my mother's legacy was at you know University of Michigan. So to me, that's that's what I knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Education is very crucial. So y'all feel like education right now is overrated? It is. A lot of the generation now, they're not even going to school. They're making money. They're being entrepreneurs now. And it's like, what is school? What is college? Okay. I do think so school is important for doctors, oh, lawyers, absolutely. But engineers. So Brandon, like I said, when you when you were talking about, you know, other experiences being able to educate your children and not just school, right? So Brandon's more on that side. And we all have these conversations all the time. And I'm more on like education is like everything to me um, because I was such a nerd. And I got kids who are terrible but, test takers. And well, I know my kids, right? you know what and I mean? so like me too, like uh, Ziggy is like super creative and Brandon exactly. thinks that she's going to be, you know, on how, stage how traveling the world. Six. So we started to have these conversations now. Now I agree it is overrated because when I graduated with all my degrees and the, the GPA that I had, which was a 4.0, no. anyway, yeah. anyway, yeah. shameless plug, yeah. listen, but I was making $8.25. OK, so I do think that it is overrated, but I will say this as black women, 
no shade, but to be able to have something yours, education to lean back on in this day and age and being married to a significant other that you don't necessarily have to depend on if you do not want to. I think it's important to be able to pull back and say, this can never be taken away from me. I understand that, but I feel like you can get education so many more ways now. Like, look at all Instagram. Social media has created a path for so many women now. Not just women, everybody, but I want to talk about women. For so many women to become business owners, to become CEOs. And that's who a lot of people are around And they don't need an education. In high school, I feel like in my high school, I went to a predominantly black high school. Um, I don't know if that's why, but... Um, they didn't really educate us on like not going to college. It was either you're going to college or like you're going to be, you know, like, you know, going to have like a trade, but not anything like not entrepreneur, nothing like you're not going to start your own business. And I think that's where the missing part is, the missing pieces. You know, it's like this, not either you're going to go to college or you're just going to do whatever. It's I think it should be that kids have to go for four years, four to six years or four to eight years, get in debt, hundred thousand, two hundred, three hundred thousand, come out and never make that much money. And half of the time don't even use a degree. I weighed out my options. I was in the military. I have a master's degree. I looked at my options. Okay, once I medically retire, am I going to use this degree and go make barely a hundred thousand dollars? Or am I going to be a business owner and make unlimited money. I don't want to see a cap of how much I want to make. I don't want to do that. So it's definitely overrated. I don't use my degree. And what I learned from marketing, I have, I'm a marketing major. It was outdated. By the time I started wanting to do social media had changed the way marketing was done. And then you stress so you, as hell. So what I learned is totally obsolete. But not saying that you shouldn't go to an HBCU. But at the end of the day, listen, but at the end of the day, I think it's both. I don't think it has to be either or. Like you can still go to school and get or go to and get experience. Like you can go and get a different experience that like my sister and my brother who didn't go to college, they they look at life a lot differently than I do. And it's not because of my degree. It's because of the experience I had in college. I think and a lot of kids don't also know how to get the money, how to get the scholarship money and the yeah, grants. Right. We need Works more stuff. of that information out. My mom us. was a teacher and she was so amazing at that. Like she made sure I stayed in contact with my counselor. She'd be like, go to your counselor early. Don't wait till they say, go now. Start I went filling to school out. on an ROTC scholarship. So my, I don't have any loans. You know, I had a job right out of college. Yeah, so yeah, my, you know, sure. that worked out for me. But everybody's not lucky like no. that. You have some no. people who can't afford the, I mean, financial aid barely can make it. They don't have scholarships. And it's like, do I go to college? And I don't know what, like, they don't have a plan. And I feel like in our homes, you have to make sure you have a plan for your kids. Uh, my mom, she was a teacher, but now she's a graduation coach. And, you know, I think, you know, that's what she finds joy in now, helping these kids prepare. You know, she's starting with, you know, as soon as they get to high school, ninth grade, they're preparing for, ooh, I mean, they're preparing, like, how do I get the money to go to college? Mm -hmm. Or how do I prepare to be a business owner? How do I prepare to be an entrepreneur? Like, if whatever your path is, the planning needs to start before 12th grade. Exactly. Well, it was the same for guys, too, because it was school, like, you're either going to do this or you're going to go play sports. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. the only successful careers yeah. were 
doctor, lawyer, or sports, or a rapper. Tell us what this is. We didn't tell us. That's a mixed berry parfait. Mixed berry parfait. What was your path to creating this goodness? So I went to a culinary school. I went to school in Johnson & Wales University in North Miami. And I, uh, I went there for four years. I graduated with an associate's degree in culinary arts and a bachelor's yes. degree in food service management. Food service management. See, there's so many options. Yes. So when did you realize, like, when did you know? When did you know that food was your passion and that's something that you wanted to pursue? I knew that uh, before I graduated high school, it was a situation where I had a talk with my grandma and she was just, you know, she was one of those uh, people that was try to get you ahead. So like she she thinks ahead. She doesn't like move. Did she her. give you her cookbook? <laughs> I don't I don't I don't want her secrets. I don't want her secrets. Her secrets uh keep me going back home to visit her. It's it's, it's worth it's, it's it's worth going back home, you know. It's one of those things that like I'd rather her keep that, you know. Now what about when she transitioned though? You don't want her her recipe. You gotta get that cook you gotta get the recipe. Oh, no, okay. I got all my big mama recipes, honey. I was in that kind of collard greens. She said, make sure you take the stems out. We don't want no stems in the greens, so we had to cut them up small. I had a green thumb, all the cuts in there. I got I got some good recipes. See, that's your education. Can you take your kids to school? And will it be at HBCU? I would I would see what they want to do. Um, just based on what y'all were saying, I do strongly agree with uh the fact that you can be an entrepreneur and don't have to go to school, you know, social media kind of has pushed us to be successful in ways that, you know, we don't need school. What me, I didn't necessarily need school to get to where I am today, you know, and establish the clientele that I have. I did that through social media. Um, but that's one of the things that would really uh, be important just trying to find out where they want to what, what do you feel like on. you learned from school that helps you in your career now consistency um we had to we had seven o'clock classes and they were six hours long so we had to be up at 7 a.m you know time management cleanliness sanitation you know uh Showing up looking decent, you know, uniforms, Especially, irons. yeah, because you cooking for people. Yeah. You can't be showing up looking nasty. Nails, <laughs> clean up your nails, chef. Oh, you got on gloves. Uh, he always got on gloves. He always got on gloves. Like, because I have um, FOMO, you know what that is? Fear of miss not, missing out. Uh, HBCU. Oh. <laughs> so do, do you... I. I mean, I will. I will. Do you, especially now, right? Especially now with, you know, the state of our everything, like our life and, you know, what we've all been experiencing now with like the civil unrest and things like that. Do you have any guilt or any like jealousy of people that went to an HBCU and like the camaraderie and the pride and the legacy and all this stuff that I won't say guilt, but I do feel like I, I missed out on a side of, of college life that I didn't get to see where I went to school. Um, the Greek life and stuff like that, that wasn't something that- It didn't have that was, culinary school. Yeah, it, it Forbes wasn't. did announce four black new billionaires that did not go to college. Jay-Z, Tyler Perry, Rihanna, and- um, yeah. Me and Kanye. And Kanye. And Kanye. And Kanye. Oh, that's okay. They didn't that's go to okay. college, though. They did not go to college at all. So, yeah. yeah. 
No, well, you know, you know, you have everyone has a path. Everyone has a path. I don't, I don't knock anybody's path because to each their own. To you each know their what I mean? And your passion is your passion. My passion was my passion, that's and right. I didn't get to go to HBC. My passion is my passion. I learned in college, but I'm a damn successful business owner. <laughs> <laughs> I swear the line was around the corner when she walked right in. High heels, short dress, he should have known right then. He walked over like you the shorty, I should be rocking. She told him, baby, I'm a job, you need to get clocked in. She next level, ask for the prize, she won't settle. No breaks, so she hit the road, foot to the pedal. No days off, I mean, that's often offensive. She like the ball, like the park with the fences. Yeah, so her lifestyle get awfully expensive. She might dismiss it, but it's hard to resist her. Cause she's a boss. Want to make Mom's Day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.